The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Are you a rejoicing Christian today? And maybe your immediate response is, I don't feel like rejoicing. Well, let me tell you that rejoicing is not a feeling, it's a choice. You see, we're commanded in Scripture to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So it really is not a matter of I feel like it or I don't feel like it. Rather, it's a question of am I going to obey God or am I going to disobey God? Rejoicing is not so much a matter of the emotion as it is a matter of the will. Now, Psalm 33 is where we've come to today in our study in this amazing book. And here's how it begins. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Now, this particular verse sounds a lot like Philippians chapter 4, verse number 4. Rejoice in the Lord. It is a definite, personal, emphatic command. This is what God wants for us. And he gives a, a tremendous benefit to rejoicing. It is this, that praise is comely or beautiful for the upright. There's nothing more beautiful than a rejoicing Christian. Honestly, uh, the world has nothing like this to give. You can't put on anything more beautiful than a joyful spirit. It is perhaps the most attractive thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ that others could see the true joy of Jesus in us. Psalm 33 not only commands us to rejoice, but really the entire psalm, every verse of it, gives us reason to rejoice. So let's make the list, all right? I want you to go through Psalm 33 with me today, and let's make a rejoicing list. Now, this is not a prayer list. This is a list of things for which we are truly grateful to God, and it gives us reason to rejoice. Here's the first one. The Bible says in verse 1, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Do you hear the word righteous and the word upright? Number one, you can rejoice that you're right with God. If you know your sins have been forgiven, if you know Jesus is your Savior, Christ lives in you, and your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life in heaven, and friend, no matter what else is going on in the world today, you have reason to rejoice. Do you remember when the disciples came back to the Lord? And they were so excited that the devils were subject to them and the, and the sick were being healed. And what did Jesus say to them? Don't rejoice in that. Rather rejoice in this because your names are written down in heaven. There's always reason to rejoice if you're right with the Lord. And remember, the only reason there's any righteousness in any of us is because of the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So in essence, we're rejoicing in the person and work of Jesus Christ. We read on, verse 2, Praise the Lord with a harp. Sing unto Him with a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto Him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. So, here's another reason to rejoice. Not only that I'm right with God, but number two, that His word and His works are always right. That means everything God says and everything that God does, it's right. You can rejoice in that. Look, you're not going to do something right today. I just guarantee you that because you and I are not perfect. 
And probably someone else is not going to do something right. And maybe they would even try to do you wrong. But even when everything seems like it's wrong, you can go back to this. God is right. His Word is right. His works are right. Rejoice in who God is and what God does. And when we go on, verse number 5, He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Here's another reason to rejoice. You can rejoice because of the goodness of the Lord. The whole earth is full of the goodness of the Lord, the Bible says. Look around you. Every benefit, every blessing. The Bible says, Every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father above, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He never changes, and He is always good. Verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of His mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. For He spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. What are we rejoicing in here? We're rejoicing in the fact that our God not only created, He sustains. That the same God that set it all in motion is the same God who holds the whole world in the palm of His hand. And what's true of the earth is true of every one of us being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Uh, look, do you know for sure that he is able to keep that which you've committed unto him against that day? Is he still the author and the finisher of your faith? Then you can rejoice today that God's not finished. God's not through with you. He's still working on you. And uh, he's going to keep you until the very end. And then we read on. The Bible says in verse 10, The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, he maketh the devices of the people of none effect. Here's something that will give you reason to rejoice today. And it is this, that the wicked are not going to win. Maybe you've watched the news lately. Perhaps you have heard all of the bickering and the fighting and the wars and the rumors of wars and the strife and contention. Maybe you've heard the blasphemy of people that don't even believe in God. And those who are proponents of lies and not truth will just remember this. God someday is going to bring all of that to nothing. Someday the Lord is going to make it so that all of those things pass away and the only thing that's going to abide forever is the Lord. We read on, verse 11, The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of His heart to all generations. Oh, here's reason to rejoice. You ready for this? God's truth lasts forever. Forever. The Bible says that God's Word is forever settled in heaven. But here we find it's not only forever settled in heaven, but it extends to every generation here on earth. There's a beautiful truth in Psalm 33, verse 11. It says, The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of His heart to all generations. If you want to know what God is thinking about, get into God's Word. God's Word reveals His thoughts, the mind of Christ. So God's thoughts, God's truth, God's mind and Word will last forever. Verse 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom He hath chosen for His own inheritance. Here's a reason to rejoice, and it is this. God is not finished with His people. I would challenge you today to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for Israel. While you're at it, pray for our own nation to continue to be friends to God's chosen people because we love to quote this verse connected to our own country. But in reality, the psalmist is referring to God's chosen nation, the nation of Israel, God is going to fulfill everything He has foretold. Verse 13, The Lord looketh from heaven, He beholdeth all the sons of men. Here's reason to rejoice. God has His eye on you.
He sees you today. His eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth, beholding the evil and the good. He sees you and he knows you. Then verse 14, From the place of his habitation he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. There's no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And a horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. God is going to keep you alive. You can rejoice in that. Our soul waited for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him because we've trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. Friend, you can rejoice today that God is going to be your help, your shield, and your hope to the very end. You can rejoice in Him. Psalm 33 begins with rejoice in the Lord, and it ends with this response, for our heart shall rejoice in Him. I hope you'll say that today from your own soul, and in Scripture and in your own life. Find again reason to rejoice. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.